the marble and after the marble. Obviously, the question that stands out in this week's parasha, almost more than anything else, is the beginning of the parasha. Side the words, Noyach is Sadik Tomim Hoyabadeiroisov. The words of the Gemara and Sanhedrin, which are hard, come out hard to read. Rashi brings down that Yeshtoshim Lashvach, Yeshtoshim Lagnai. Some say when the Torah says Bideroisov, it's trying to bring out a positive quality. That even in his door, he managed to to rise to the top, to be a tzaddik tom. It's not easy in such a door. And the age Oshem Lignai, that compared to his generation, he was a tzaddik. But if he would have been with the B'dari Shal Avram, or some of the Gears of B'dari Shal Acherim, So the beginning of the week, we were discussing how could Chazal use such a harsh term, Loi Nechshav so obviously there's a certain characteristic that Chazal are bringing out here that we have to know about that's why the Torah told it to us that without that you missed the boat without that characteristic you missed the boat what is that? What is that characteristic? Another ha'ora that I always make in the beginning of the parasha is that it seems from Chazal that the main taina noyach was shaloy ispalul al b'nei doyrei. The Zohar Kodesh says that's why it's called mei noyach. The reason why it's called mei noyach is because it's his kilu, it's his marble. It's attributed to him. Even though Noyach represented the opposite of the Mabel. Noyach represented Siduk and the, the, the door was Mushchus. But yet, the Mabel is associated to Noyach. And the Zohar says, because But the Medrash seems to bring another time on Noyach. And that is that we don't find that Noyach was Makar of anybody. And that's really Mamish, the biggest plea on Noyach. Hayitochen, that Noyach wasn't the car of anybody. We don't find anybody was changed because of Noyach. We don't find it, Bechal. How could it be? How do we understand such a thing? That nobody changed because of Noyach. Noyach didn't change anybody. Imagine you have such a, you have somebody running a yeshiva for 120 years. Nobody, not even one. You're not talking about a, that's not a failure. That's like a, a tragedy. That's a, what's going on. Not one, nobody, nobody was, nobody was changed. It's a pillar. It's a pillar. I always challenge people. I say, do you know a yeshiva that didn't have one Talmud? That was successful, not one. Do you know such a yeshiva? I don't think there is such a yeshiva. I don't think there is such a yeshiva. You can have a yeshiva in some corner in the old city where they, where they play guitar half a day. And they speak about, I love you, Hashem, which is beautiful. I also love Hashem. It's beautiful. Right? 
they, they, they also, those yeshivas also makar of people. And you can have yeshivas, mamish, mamish, you walk in there, you feel like you, you could put water in there, it's going to freeze a mint ice cube. They also have those people in Matzliach. Did you ever see a patient have one, 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 one ounce of Atzloch? How could it be such a thing? How's it possible? So it needs, it needs a beer. Additionally, and this Kasha is asked by the Stiple and Rav Shach, both of them give similar answers. But they both ask, Stiple talks about the Birch's parents, that Chazal seemed to say that Noyach was from the Ketani Yemona. Right? How do we understand what do you mean Ketani Yemona? If he was from Ketani Yemona, he would have been completely off the derech. He was living in a door where everybody was... Hishchiz Kolbosor. Hishchiz Kolbosor. How could it be that he, was, he wasn't a real believer? If he wasn't a real believer, he would have been in the garbage pail. The only way to say that he survived such a door is he must have been mamish an action shabakshonim in a good way. So how can you call him a chazal say ketanayamona? Rashi brings down a lotion. Mamin ve'enimam. How do you even read such a thing? Mamin ve'enimam and sheyovli me'amabu. He believed, he didn't believe. He was what we call in Yiddish valgering. Right? He wasn't, he wasn't steadfast in his movement. And Rashi even goes further. He didn't go into the table. Sounds like when it started raining, this, again, this is the simple pshat because I'm not, I'm not telling you that that's pshat, but the simple pshat chazal is. It started raining. Like this morning, it started raining a little bit. And Jerbanisham told him the table. Now is the marble. And who says there'll be a mamu? 120 years he's building a table. I always give the dogma in Eretz Yisrael, you always have these people, the whole year they walk around with an umbrella. Not, not in the summer, but I'm saying the whole winter they walk around with an umbrella. Because maybe it's going to rain. So they're always with an umbrella. During these months, they walk around with an umbrella. I had a Rebbe like that. I hated He always had an umbrella. Maybe it's going to rain. He always, that was like his, he had an umbrella. Those people have an umbrella and walk around all day with an umbrella. The second is one sprinkle, they open it up. Because it validates their, it validates their, their whole world. You know, I remember a guy in, in, in my neighborhood, he bought this when they first came out with the battery, the battery boosters, where you don't have to boost another car. You, can get a, a, you just get a, a battery pack and you can just boost your car. Somebody right in my shkuna, he bought such a thing. I remember the first time he his car went dead. He was mamish besimcha. He's mamish besimcha. He had this with his trunk. He took it out. Oh, this is this is what I, I went to get it for this massive. So Noach builds a table 120 years, 120 years, and then it starts raining. If ain't a mammon. He's not ready to walk in. He's ready to build it for 120 years. He's not able. He's not ready to walk into it. Hai If he was a mammon for any mammon, why did he build it for? 120 years. It's a lot. It's a lot easier to walk into it than to build it for 120 years. How do you understand this? It's a mamish Chappelle. Mamish Chappelle. 
So the stipler says it, Rav Shach says it in a, even, even stronger. An idea which I think also is very meduktic in the end of the parish. In after the Mabel, not the end of the parish, after the Mabel. After the Mabel, we find shame in your office. Chom is chom. Not talking about chom now. Shame in your office. Shame in your office, both L'choyre do the same thing. Kemat. The Tumasis, they both took Shneim. They took a similar, they took a garment, they took a cover, and they covered the father who was, he was in a compromised state, and they covered their father. So, they did the same thing. What's the Toitzah? Toitzah is that we are all here B'nai Shem. We're B'nai Shem. You understand? We're here as B'nai Shem. Shame is the is is, is, is the Zayd of Avraham Avinu. We have Tariyag Mitzvahs. Bechazal, I'm a Samalit with, with Mitzvah Sitzis. We're wearing our Sitzis. And what did Yefes get? He got Kfure. He got, got buried. Zaychel Kfure. Zal say shame at Pesi. He did it more with his teammates. He mel agishmak. He said the reward. What's going on here? So shame. So we are bnei shame. We have the entire Torah. We have we have, we have life, right? And Yefes has bear, as a basic focus. You want to tell me? Shame is a samitz yoisel. Shame was oichi. He became the kohan. Kohanim yotzim shame, and everybody else came from Yefes. Herech. Nazoch Aaron lekuna gedayla. Somach poliboy. I hear. It's a myla. Shame has a myla. He was more enthusiastic, but that's not what happened. What happened is bnei shame. Some of bnei shame, not all bnei shame. From shame came us. Tayag Mitzvah. And what came from Yefes? A cemetery. What, what kind of reward that is, Bechlal? Okay. Chazal, Mesechus, Megillah, there's other miles Yefes had. Yishkoim Bol Yishem. Yivonis, Tayri Nichtefa B'Yivonis. Certain other miles. But it's a Pella. The whole thing is a Pella. When they both did the same thing. They both did the same thing. Kemat. Kemat, the same thing. So the reward should be, Kemat, the reward should be almost the same. So obviously there's something here. Obviously there's a, there's a difference. You know, years ago I heard a Moir de Gemais talking about the Gishmakite. When you do something with a Gishmak. So I heard from somebody, he gives these, they gave these seminars, Arachim, to try to be Makar, this and Eretz Yisrael, to be Makar of Yidin. They have these big seminars, they try to, you know, these events, they try to inspire people. So, and sometimes there's a, a, a ripple effect. Sometimes it happens years later. So, one of the approaches they have is to learn. Sometimes learning is the best aid to be makar of somebody. Sometimes you learn with somebody, you can get through to anybody. I had a mice. I said this over in the past, but some of you may not have heard the story of me. I had a mice. I used to give shiurim in the West Side when I first got married. Gave Shirim in the West Side. Migdal Or had an office in the West Side of Grossman's Olegazun Zayn. 
So he had an office in the West Side. And, and they asked me to give like a once a week sheer. The West Siders. So I started Mamish with Friar Friar Eden. Friar Friar. From that later, I gave a shear to in Oif Tzedek, which was a shul there. Over there was really frumer people, more, more orthodox, modern Orthodox. And Grada in that second place, Rabbi Barry Klein was one of those people. I'm sure you remember. He has a yeshiva now in El Tzitzel. He was one of those from the second place. But the Migdal Or office, I have to admit, I very often would go and say, I don't know what I'm doing here. Because I was dealing with Apikulsum. You know, Mamish Apikulsum. That they had no interest. They didn't seem, I should say, no, which every Jew has a pintle. But they didn't appear to have any interest. I didn't push any from God. I just learned with them. You know. And this is Kachav. The, the biggest apikurist by this year was a judge. I'm not correlating the two. He was glad he was a judge. A young judge. He was the biggest apikurist. So he would always tell me, you know, when I would say over there, he loved the, he loved the shir. He loved the shir. It was fascinating because he would mamish light up by the shir. But at the end of the shir, he would pretty much say, yeah, but Rabbi, this is so fascinating, but we don't believe in any of this stuff. Avram, Hashem came to Avram. He says, you know what, if I'm, I still remember his doing, if I'm watching the news with my wife and all of a sudden the television, there's an emergency break, so when God starts talking to me, I'll also become religious. You know, the way he hits itself of Balabira. I'll also become. This is, the, this is the kind of guy I was dealing with. Anyway, we kept on teaching. I kept on teaching. I wasn't big. I did it once a week. I don't want to make it sound like I was busy all week with this. At the end of the year, they all thanked me and this, and we moved on. A couple of years later, this judge calls me. He was a young man. When he first came to Shea, he was about 40. He called me. He wants to... It was before Pesach. He calls me. He wants to kosher his oven for Pesach. He's already kosher, full kosher. He says, Rabbi, I'm a Shemr Shabbos. Don't, don't think I'm calling you now for Pesach. I'm Shemr Shabbos, Shemr Torah Mitzvahs. Keep everything. He says, but kashering the oven, I heard there's a whole controversy. There's a better way to do it. There's a, you know, shrach way to do it. I want you to tell me the most stringent way to kasher. That's what I want to kasher. This is not because. I want you to tell me the best way to kasher. It's not the end of the story. A couple of years later, he called me. He's retiring early. He's moving to Eretz Yisrael. Now he lives in Eretz Yisrael. And he started a, 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 a community in Eretz Yisrael. <laughs> Remember Goldberg? He started a community in Eretz Yisrael. Mamisha! So he told me, I'm not taking any of the credit. He, 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 was so, he had many, many more people that influenced him than me. But he told me, he got into learning. He said, I didn't believe in anything. I just wanted to keep on learning. And I kept on learning and learning and learning and learning. And it just, it broke through. Hamor Broke through. He said he went from Chumash to Gemara. Rambam. So he changed. He changed. So the story this guy said from Arachim, he said sometimes they have an approach where they, they learn with the group. It's like it's an intel, like a college group, very intellectuals. They, they sit and give a Gemara shear. He said he gave a shear. One guy at the shear, right, starts asking him kashas, which happened a lot. There's smart guys. Yiddish Shikab. 
One kasha, another kasha, another kasha. The guy kept on asking Givaldic. He said, you're religious. You, you, you have a religious background. He said, what makes you say that? He says, the way you're asking the question, first of all, you're going like this. That they only do in the yeshivas. You're going like this. You're not just, you know, I would like to suggest perhaps it's Mr. You got to be from. He was my. He was my. Yes. I went off to there. I used to be. I was in the yeshiva. I went off to there. Anyway, at the end of the shit, the guy told him, Chazorbach, look at you. You have such a geschmack in learning. Chazorbach. He said, I'll tell you the truth. I've thought about tshuva here and there. But I'm addicted to smoking. And I can't stop smoking. I'm going to smoke on Shabbos regardless. So what's the point? I'm a mumer le Shabbos. I'm a mumer le Kohaterakula. There's no benefit. I'm not. That's what the guy told him. He said, I'm telling you, I'm a rov. I'm telling you, except for Shabbos. Except for smoking on Shabbos. He says, listen, you can tell this to Yarachim poodles. I'm a lamdin. Don't tell me garbage. Mumer le Shabbos is a mumer le Kohaterakula. He says, I'm telling you, that's not like that. It's Kedai for you to do tshuva except for Chil Shabbos. Is there anybody who'll be Makabalit from? He said, Yeah, Makabalit from Reb Chaim. If you tell me Reb Chaim Knievsky, Reb Chaim Knievsky is a He's not going to start playing games with him. Arachim, he knows they're playing games. Reb Chaim. So the guy took him to Reb Chaim. Reb Chaim listens. He says, Metonish Rechen and Shabbos. I mean, if you're coming here for a head to smoke on Shabbos, sorry. You're not getting the head to him. He says, but if you can only do tshuva and continue to smoke, so do tshuva and continue to smoke. He told him, but don't put the cigarette out. What do you have to be over kibui? Mavir, okay, you have to you have to smoke, but kibui, just like yomt, if you know you leave the cigarette. None of here, nobody here would know, but the, you leave the cigarette. Don't put the cigarette out. Don't be over kibui. The guy did that. And from when he started doing that, he couldn't take it. He was already keeping kibbutz. He was going to do havora. And so Bislach, he became, he became. So this guy from Arachim said, "Is that? Do you see people go? Why, why do you shiva guys do like that? Can't you keep your hands in your pocket?" This made him a fool. <laughs> he became shamish because of his finger. He it. Yeah, but Lamaisa Chazal are telling us. That is his amits, this answers. What's this answers? So my boy say, I think that the Biradover lies in another medrash. The medrash actually says that Noyach ran a very similar. There's a medrash to Hillam. It's fascinating. It sounds like he ran a very similar tent to Avramovinu. We know Avramovinu was Isaac and Ches. We don't know about that Noyach. But the Medrash Tilim says that Noyach also used to have a, a tent. And he had the Mishorasim. He had people hired. He was a rich man. And they used to give free food. He had like a free, uh, free hotel. Very similar to So he was also Balchasid. Similar to Avramovino. So what, what, what happened? I was, I was Medayik. When I saw the Imre Bina, the way he brings down the Medrash, it says, He 
He had a whole system there with workers, with it, and they used to feed everybody. And I was medayik in those words. I said, "Don't look at the tats." Revel Yashiv zechet tzadik levrochen is safer divrei agoda. He says it says vayita eshel. He points out a point that nobody. I don't. I'm surprised nobody realizes it. I didn't realize it till I saw, till I read it by him. Revel Yashiv says vayita eshel. What do Chazal say? He planted a tree. From that tree, he did chesed. He planted the tree, and then. He used to put people under the tree. He used to give people from the fruit of the tree, the shade of the tree. He planted the tree. Rebel Yashiv asked a question. Avram Avinu was from the wealthiest people in the world. He was a farmer. He wasn't a farmer. He wasn't walking around with, 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 with jeans and a, and a cowboy hat. Digging in the ground. And that becomes the symbol. The symbol of Avramovina was Vayita Eishel. That tree, according to some Midrashim, from that tree they made the Kalshay the, Mishkan. The, the, they made the, the walls of the Mishkan came from that tree. Rabbi Yashiv said, What's going on here? He's a Gavir Adir. Avramovina, what's he doing? didn't walk around planting trees. He wasn't in landscaping. He had a land, professional landscaper. Right? He was very, very successful. He didn't need to do this stuff. But from where he did chesed, from where he did chesed, he was a oyev chesed, veroyev chesed. He wanted from the tchil of Atzoyev to be involved. From that tree that he did chesed, he wanted to plant it. He wanted to plant the tree. And he wanted to prune the tree and take care of the tree. That's the tree where he does chesed. That means when Avram did chesed, he wasn't doing chesed because there's a mitzvah, I have to do chesed. Ah, what? There's no choice. You saw his enthusiasm. You saw his, his redeem for how much he wanted the chesed should be. That's how Mavorcha Biral of Chazal tells us. That's why Avram was able to become who he was. Noach had Mishosim and Mishosim Mishosim. He didn't. He wasn't involved with the people. By Avram Avinu, a person came to Avram Avinu. They felt like this is his greatest privilege. His greatest privilege is that he could go and he could feed you. That's his schus. El abokorotz Avram. Avram became a, a farmer, a waiter, a cook, a garbage collector. By doing that, Avram was able to be mashpia. Avram, Avram was able to be a mashpia because that's what they saw. Rabbi Yankiv Zatzal always used to say, look at the Medrash Rabbah. The Medrash Rabbah says that when Noach gave a drosha, he also gave droshes, just like Avram Avinu. He gave droshes. But when Noach gave a drasha, you know how he started his drasha? Look at the Medrash Rabbah's lotion. Shaitim Shabba'oilam. You shaitim, you fools. Why are you bowing down to wood? You fools. Rabbi Yankiv said, the second you tell somebody shaitim, that's it. You could use a guitar, you could use a nigan, you could use a rambam, you could use a tasis, you could use a kivegel. You tell a person shaitim, if that's your shalom aleichem, 
Koltov. Zocht Rabbi Yankov Zatzal. Yaakov Avinu walks into Choram. He starts giving Musr. They listen to him. The Roya Yitzayim listen to him. So Rabbi Yankov, look at his first word. Look. Look at his first word. Look at Pasha's Vayetze. Vayoymer Achai. Achai, my brothers. He said, if your first word in your drosh is Achai, then they listen to you. If your first word is Shaitim, then you lost them before you started the drosh. You never started the drosha. They were sleeping before you even began. That's the key. Avram's chesed was mit the gishmak. Avram's musr was achay me'ayinat. There was there was a, a there was a, 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 a hamshacha, and for that, for that it was able to efshekem and zogim. Maybe you could say that just like. You can't influence other people if you don't have a hamshacha gishmak. You can't even influence yourself fully if you're not inspired. Just like the chinuch says, I'm sure you've heard people say a krumasvara with a gishmakait. Say with a gishmakait, they stop believing it. They stop believing the krumasvara. They say it louder. The guy is, 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 is maybe he just, and he brings many riots to this. He says, Avada Noach believed. But when it started raining, he said, Oh, it's taka raining. The rain impacted him. It's not that he didn't go in, he did go in. But he went in with Nehemiah which means. That the man Mabel added, it was a confirmation. It was a confirmation to the Mabel. That means his belief in the Mabel was still up for confirmation. Confirmed means 100% confirmed. It wasn't 100% confirmed. Obviously, it was enough confirmed that he was busy 120 years to build it. But Lamaise, the 100% confirmed that. In order to make a Klal Yisrael, in order to make a Klal Yisrael, a nation that will be an eternal nation, it has to be that there's enthusiasm. There's no enthusiasm, you can't go nowhere. You need enthusiasm. If you have Amshacha to something, then it, could, it has a, has a Kiyum. If you don't have Amshacha, there's no Kiyum. The Gemara says in Avodazor, Dav Gimel, that lost his love, the Goyim are going to come, they're all going to say, I always tell the this before Sukkot, the Goyim are going to come, give us the Torah. HaKadosh Baruch say, fine, here's the Torah, here's the Mitzvah Sukkot. Try it. The Goyim are going to, all the Goyim are going to build Sukkot. I'm really looking forward to see Home Depot. When Mashiach comes, all the Goyim in Home Depot. Imagine before Sukkot, the Gans of Elt, Allah Goyim. And, HaKadosh Baruch might see Chama Minutrika, Betzkufas Tamas, it's going to be mamish boiling hot. I got calls this year from Florida. Anybody went to Orlando, they said they couldn't sit in the sukkah. Here it was beautiful, Baruch We had like an hour of rain. The whole sukkah. Right? They're all going to go out of the sukkah. The Gemara says, so what's wrong? They can all ask a Shiloh. All these goyim 
could write a shayla to whoever they want. They can write a shayla to Chaim Kenevsky. They say mitzayah potem and asuk. What are they doing? The Gemara says, yeah, but they shouldn't kick the sukkah. The Gemara says they're going to kick the sukkah. When they walk out, they're going to kick the sukkah. Actually, the Maril, it's brought down in the Ramah, brings halochal amayis, that when you leave the sukkah, you should leave depressed, if it's raining. And the mucker of the Maril is this Gemara. It's this Gemara. But obviously, the question is, Aguta Litfak says, well, what do you give me Musa Torah? The guy is allowed to leave. He left. Why did he fail the test? He's not a Balmusser, he kicked the sukkah, I understand. Lahabu Rav Shach, they say he used to kiss the wall of the sukkah. No, Agoy was full stiffening, he kicked the sukkah, okay, big deal. So he failed the test for that? Don't make him Mashgich in the yeshiva. He still could be a Magachir, maybe. How did he fail? The answer is the Goyim weren't just saying, give us a mitzvah. They were saying, we could be Klaus Yisrael. We, we're ready to beat him a Kabbalah Torah. The Banishman said, do you have his amtsus or not? If, if the second it starts raining, you kick the sukkah, means you have no his amtsus. If you have no his amtsus for the mitzvah, for the mitzvah's Torah mitzvah, then you can't have a kiyam by you. So the test wasn't a test of Mr. Sukkah. The test was, can, do you have an inspiration for Torah? Do you have his amtsus for Torah? Rabbi said, this is what we have to internalize and realize that really our success in Torah and Havoyedah and everything that we do is based on his answers. It's based on how much the extra koich is. It's a scary thing I'm going to tell you from Rabbi Yankif. I wouldn't say it if not for the fact that Rabbi Yankif himself said it all. Rabbi Yankif was very open to the fact that he was bully Ayin Hora, even though now you could say without Ayin Hora because he's already in the Ilma Emes. He was, he was, you, he used to use the Shprach, he was a very intelligent person. There are no stories about Rabbi Yankif. He, even the people who like to say the G'doylem when they were younger, you know, this G'doylem was, was a Shvach about Kishon, he had a Shvara cup, and this guy had a Shvara cup. People have the Chutzpah to say that, like in, where it's blatantly wrong. Yeah? But Lamaise, Azay Zokman, the funniest thing I had was, I remember when I was growing up, they always said, Rabbi Chaim Kinevsky has a Shvach Remember Shas, you know, like the, they say for the Ragachov. You know, in a three hour train ride he, from Dvinz to, 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 to Ragachov, he would finish Shas. So Samech said, I, I don't know if the Ragachov is such a good Balzi Koran. If I has it over Shas on the train from Dvinz to Ragachov, I could also do Gans. I would also uh, be, a, you know, have to know as much as the Ragachov. So then they put out a safer. <laughs> After the Rebbets and Knievsky was Nefteris, they put out a safer. And in the safer they had memoirs. So this is not a story. They had a copy. They had a copy of the Rosh Hashiv in Lomzer, Reboven Katz. That's what Chaim learned al He learned in Lomzer. So the, the Reboven Katz had a list of the Mitsuyonim. First of all, Chaim was on the Mitsuyonim list. And next to him it writes, Zikor Nifla. <laughs> Zikor Nifla. All the stories I heard that when he was old, he came, he was 20 years old, he came to Chazanish, he asked him for Brocha, I don't remember anything. All these stories. Lemaise, the Yankif Zatzal, was blessed with a Gebench the Kop. Gebench the Kop in everything. He spoke to him, was, every time he spoke to him, Yankif was Divri Chochma. If he spoke to him about the weather, it was Divri Chochma. I mean it. If you asked him where he lives, it was Divri Chochma. Everything was Chochma. 
Reb Yankif knew Reb Moshe from when they were younger. Reb Yankif, listen, I'm telling you what Reb Yankif said. Reb Yankif said, Reb Moshe is Zoyche given to Zion the Poisek Reb Moshe is the Poisek I'm not the I know him from the er That was his way of saying whatever he was saying. He, he didn't feel he was lacking in any kishin. He once spoke about Baron in a similar way, but but here he was talking about poisekador. Poisekador. Rav Yankov said, "When we given young, we learned Anders. Me and Rav Moshe, we learned differently. Rav Moshe, okay, learned by the tish. Rav Moshe would learn by the table, and when he learned, he opened up the sefer, and he learned like this. Azayit Rav Moshe. Rav Moshe doch hereingegangen in the Gemara." Ich habe gelernt mit der Ständer. Ich gebrannte Gemara zu mir. I brought the Gemara to me. He wasn't on my Ständer table. You understand what he was saying? He was saying that in his opinion, I would never, who am I? I don't, to me, I'm a, I'm a little, not even, not even a mosquito. I'm the dirt under the mosquito of these G'daylim. But according to Rabbi Hasaga, Rabbi Moshe was more Mesamet. He was more Mesamet. He, he put even more. The Aaron Krenik, when they were kids, when they were young, Aaron Krenik was a bigger Balkishman than the Chsam Saif. He was smart. He was, he was sharper than the Chsam Saif. What happened with him? There's a couple of chuvas back and forth with the Chsam Saif. What happened? He didn't become the Godlad. The Chsam Saif became the Godlad. So Baran Chenik writes, he writes this. He says, I want you to know we learned together. And Mama, she says, we had storm together, we used to learn together late at night. And he goes through his schedule, Baran Chenik, unbelievable schedule. He was a big master. He wasn't playing games. He says, but the Chsam Seifer and I, we lived in the same town. When we, we used to go back when the yeshiva was off, we would go back, we'd be on the train. The Chsam Seifer, the Gemara, the whole time, from the beginning of the train ride till the end, whatever amount of hours. He says, by me, when the train would go through the mountainside, the beautiful mountains, I would look outside. Look at the beautiful mountains. And sometimes I would even look at the Chassam Seifer to tell him, look what's... He says, Avul Hoyashom Ki'ilu Hu He was so into learning, it was like he was dead. There was nobody even to say, Moshe, look, look what's going on here. There was nobody even to wake up. That was his summit. That was his summit. We have a Rebbe, I'll end with this. We have a Rebbe here in the Yeshiva Ketana. His name is Rabbi Lowy. Rabbi Lowy is teaching here for many years. All my boys had Rabbi Lowy. Rabbi Lowy is such a Rebbe, fourth grade Rebbe, I'm sure many of you have had him. When I fahir his class at the end of the year, Masech Desumen, it's fourth grade, I am spoiled how they know that Masech. It's in the Bay now. The fourth graders. Avoid the Seder, avoid the... He mamish puts it into the Beno. 
But the amount of koiches of discipline that he puts into that shear is not to be believed. He comes in from Williamsburg every day. The koiches, so much so that when my wife had to bring something for my children, and I have a little protection here, she shouldn't be afraid to walk into the classroom. She would come in and say, could you please bring it to Rabbi Lowy's class? I'd say, why don't you go? I'm afraid to walk in. It was such a... So my son, Sri, remembers like yesterday, fourth grade. It was the year 2001. 9-11. Okay? When the, none of you really, I shouldn't say none of you, but most of you don't remember that. Weren't alive or don't, at least don't remember that. But any of you that are old enough to remember know that that morning was like a pachat pachadim. It was every minute people were like, people here were going like, looking out the window if there's another plane coming. It, it was a pachat pachadim. You're talking about the, the Twin Towers. The Pentagon. <laughs> he came in from Williamsburg every day. His wife heard the Twin Towers fall down. There was people killed and this. She didn't know. She's nervous for her husband. So she started calling him. And he was teaching. Now they he don't pick up no phone when he's teaching. But it's ringing and it's ringing and it's ringing and it's ringing and it's ringing. He finally looks. He sees it's his wife. He says, maybe it's an emergency. Opens up the phone. This is what Svi remembers vividly clear. Yeah. Bo Hashem. Hangs up the phone. Kindel. The, the towers of Gefallen. Zok the Mishnah Vaita. He didn't miss a beat. He didn't miss a beat. Imagine. He kept on teaching. <laughs> he kept on teaching. Now he kept on teaching. He didn't miss a minute. He didn't miss a minute from teaching. So I tell him many times I've told him this. I attribute my son's Avasatera part of it to that. And again, my son at the time couldn't appreciate it fully. The Twin Towers fell, But as he reflected back, wow. And this Rebbe gets a fourth grader to know everything in Mesechus Yume. It's not a Kiddush. Because he's Mesamets. So Rabbi Sai, don't think that success comes from putting in a shtickle, a shtickle effort. It's that extra push that Mamish changes the whole board. It's that extra Zamzus. We are here today because shame was Mesamets Yosef. That's why we're here today. We're here today for that. And we're not in the Vatican, Baruch Hashem. Onu rotsin, vehem rotsin. But we're rots here because we, there was an elder, elder Zayda that was Ms. Amitz Yosef. That did something with a little bit more of a gishmak. That's something we have to think about. Anytime you, you feel a little bit lazy, let's give that a little more thought. Chavis.